Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Greetings and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 6th. Andy, how we doing? All out of whack here, Brendan. All out of whack. It's, you Just know, fall hours. Schedule. Yeah, fall hours. Summer hours turn into fall, fall schedule. Uh, I've been know. on the road. I'm a lot to blame for this. It, it's we're been jumping a around. Few, if this were, weeks, you know, the Open Week or the Masters Week or you know Players Week or even Bay Hill Week, we, we you know, the, the cadence has been thrown off here for a week. But allow us one that. of the foundational aspects of this podcast is reliability, and we haven't been reliable. But we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. There's a there's a little burnout hits at the end of the big team cup events, but. Uh, We'll be on our on our uh, regular regular schedule next week. Hey, I, all I have to say for listeners is hashtag just wait for Jetta. That's when we'll have it's everything really sorted out. On. Maybe, maybe uh, OWGR will will have uh, have you know they'll they'll have wet ranking points through the Mena tour. Mina, Mina or Mena? Mina, Mina Bird, Mina Bird tour. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I was gonna say I almost tweeted about this, but you know, in in the the what are we at? Four years now? Five years? Four years? Oh, four years of this podcast? I yeah, think we're four. like four about Just... right now, or a little over four now. Yeah. Um, in the four years of this distinguished podcast history of event of the week. Liv has created a strategic ally, uh, alliance with one of the few tours that has never garnered an event of the week uh, award. That's a rare thing because the event of the week has gone global on all Alps sorts of tour. different levels. Yes, we've been all over the place for event of the week, but the Mina tour, I don't think has ever gotten that, that award. You're right. Um, and that, is, that is, that's a sad scene. Yeah. Two tours strategically allying, They've never been event of the week. Uh, well, this is going to be a hybrid episode. Do you have an event of the week? We're going to do a little schedule for the week, even though it's already started. We'll do a little flashback Friday. We'll talk about the Mina Alliance and all these the world rankings. Um, crying, whining, moaning, uh, thirst, desperation from Liv and its players. Uh, we'll talk about that and, and whether the world rank. So it's going to be a hybrid episode. Do you have an event of the week? What is it? Did I'll go with leave? the Live? LPGA tour. Uh, the Metaheel down at Satakoy. You know, it's on in prime time. I think it's on in prime time. I haven't checked the TV schedule. It would be on right now, I think. No, it's on tape uh, delay 9 to 12, or all four days. Oh, perfect. What? 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 Whatever. It's probably because of Vegas. It's just. Yeah. Vegas. I mean. What are I? There's some Remember, interesting stuff at that course. Is it is it the world's greatest course? I don't think so. I think there's some flaws. It's Southern uh, California, right? Are, this has become a popular LPGA event, often in the Bay Area, right? Lake Merced. Um, one guess. What does Metaheel do? 
What does it make, produce, I feel service, like it's got to be provide. medical. It's got to be well, medical, right? <laughs> One would think. It's a Korean-based company, as you know, often LPG has a lot of Korean-based title sponsors. I read here, it dominates the face sheet mask innovation for over 10 years. So it's like a beauty product, it seems. Face sheet mask. That's what MediHeal does. But uh, they, they have become sort of synonymous with the LPGA Tour, West Coast event. And this one's at Satakoi Club, uh, earning your event of the week honors. How about that? Elsewhere, schedule for the week. You know it, Shriners Children's Open, which like, I know it's a hospital. Doesn't that need to be renamed? It sounds like there's a bunch of children playing in it. Shriners Children's Open. I, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but it just is sort of misleading. Um, some of them may be, may be children hollering about you know, whatever their treatment. James Hahn, I know, is in the field. So uh, notables, Cantlay, M. This is a good field. This is a good field. I won't say it's a good event for a fall, but necessarily, but it's one of the best fields you'll get in the fall. They got Cantlay, Sunjay. I think there's 10 President's Cup guys. Homa, Tommy Kim, <clears throat> Ricky Fowler, Woodland, Jason Day. That's 5 to 8 p.m. on Golf Channel. The Medicaid. They, they're forgetting the most important person in Vegas. Tom Hoagie, Tommy Tables. Yeah, Tommy 63. Tables. He opens hot with start. a 63 in first place. I hope he's as hot, hot on the tables as he is uh, on the course right now. Could be trouble. Could be trouble for Tommy Tables come the weekend, but he knows he's got a guaranteed check. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, Sanjay seems to be the betting favorite. Aaron Wise, Cam Davis. Uh, I think, you know... Uh, we don't need to talk about this, but part part of the interesting, like if you're just looking for things to talk about and, and be interested in this time of year with golf is that top 50 cutoff, like guys looking for that master's bid, right? Like there's only so many events left. I just think it's when you look at that top 50, who's exempt, who's not yet for the master's. That's something uh, we can start examining over the next couple of weeks. Um, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. We got the Comcast business tour top 10. We got the FedEx Cup. We had all kinds of things to be excited about. Hey, mentioned in the notables here that I have are Gary Woodland and Jason Day. Um, who's like falling off? I, I mean, Gary Woodland's a much better player than Jason Day right now. But like, is he? I think so. Of major winners in the last, I mean, I guess you say 2015, who's sort of the most just lost in the shuffle become like a, a another guy maybe probably you want, not on you want the group. honest you want the honest truth to that question it might be woodland that no no that nobody will answer nobody will will agree with but is the god honest truth yeah jordan spieth let's stop that's stupid stop he's just another guy Stop. He's exactly like he's a low end. Well, you didn't understand cup the team. He's a low, but, okay. So he went like five oh and oh two weeks ago. So fine, he went five oh and oh, but he's like bottom end qualifier of every cup team. Captain's pick. He's a fringe cat. He's a he's a guy that is bottom end bottom of the barrel qualifier slash captain's pick from the best player in the world. That is legitimately. The that's a guy that answer. you were just talking about. That's a terrible. A, answer. It, but he Gary hasn't been Woodland? relevant. He hasn't been relevant in majors. Gary Woodland. What are you? Gary Woodland won a major. Okay. Yeah. 
That's what I'm I, saying. I don't, now he's like might as well be Brendan Steele. Like he's just one of the guys in a field. Like he just has forgotten that was a major Speed I mean, Jason brings all Day. the people out. Speeth is a right. legit star. He changes okay, TV he's ratings. He's a star. He's, the hunt. he's a star, but he's not a star player. Okay. No, he just, would if he if if it was basketball and ten players matter. If ten players other. mattered, if you said, "Hey, I I want you to start a 10, 10 man golf league, not based off popularity, just based off playing skill," Jordan Spieth's not one of the ten players you're picking. Have you been watching Victor Wembanyama? Unbelievable. It's like, it's again, I don't know. If he was like an NCAA golf player or a superstar AJGA, he's like, nope, nope, nope. We got to get JJ Henry in the field. You're not allowed in. You can't play. Go play, you know, Watch some McKenzie tour people events. Are, pe- people Victor. are going to talk about how they don't let you in until they're 19. People are going <laughs> to come back with that. That one year, that that's well, equivalent to the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, I guess he missed it by four days. Like he's born on January 4th. He would have been eligible last year, which who had the first pick last year? I forget who, who took the, uh, who was it? Took, it was, uh, Paolo. Was it was two. the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Orlando magic. Um, anyways, so that's, that's your Vegas LPGA. You mentioned Metaheel, everybody that's nine to 12 tape delayed coverage. So that kind of sucks. Uh, PGA tour champions, the constellation Furick and friends. Uh, that's oh. it. Tim Aquata. Two to five on Golf Channel. Bernie Longer, Stricker, Els, Darren Clark. Nota Big A the third is playing, uh, as is Jim Furyk. The host here's here's the here's Park. a if you're going to call your event Furyk and Friends, there needs to be invitees and people that are notably not invited, as in like they aren't my friend. Because I'm sure Furyk has to. You know, he's played on tour for a long time. I, it's by all accounts, he's a nice guy, but there are beefs, yeah. and I think that if you're going to name your own event, Furek and Friends, I like the name, but there needs to be a friend component and a and a disinvited component. Like maybe Scott McCarron's not invited because Furek hates anchoring. Who knows? Yeah, that's a good point. I think when you put that in the title, you have to just throw out the exemption, sort of the rigidity of that kind of deal, right? You can say, well, right, you're yeah, decidedly it needs not to be friend. a friend. Yes. yes. Right. Like, you okay. know, if if he was done wrong in a Ryder Cup feud, that uh, the European Ryder Cup player not not invited. Maybe yeah. one of the majors he sense. booted away, the guy that won the major, <coughs> you know, not invited. Ogilvy. Yeah. Well, he's but not eligible. Foot was one. Yeah, is he 50 yet? I was going to say. He's playing he's playing the Dunhill, right? Um, he's DP been pl- playing. Tour. He played two random tour events this uh, this summer too. He I think the he's played. He said mortgage, right? Yeah, he played the Rocket Mortgage, and, uh, and then he played the Cuda. This guy throwing logs on the fire pit, playing tour events. <laughs> he's all over the place. Ogilvy, assistant captain. Uh, he's DP built, building tour. golf courses too. He's that's true. That's true. Renaissance man. Uh, the DP World Tour. We have the. Ashonia Spanish Madrid Open. John Rahm is playing over there. That's coffee golf. If you want to watch that, little scoop. This I'm surprised a- Sergio's not playing. <laughs> He's in Bangkok, making you know social media content. The reels that are produced out of like the production, the output is unbelievable. The amount of reels. Uh, little scoop. No, little scuttlebutt from the Spanish Madrid Open activists. 
this is going to get aggregated. All the websites are going to put this up there tomorrow. Um, like uh, uh, aggressive activists, protesters, or you could say, you know, trespassers this morning, climate ag- uh, aggravators filled all the cups with mixed cement this morning, stirred it up at the Madrid Open and like vandalized it. Put cement, I'm- instant cement in all the cups. Nobody knew about it. Didn't delay anything. They got there early, cleaned it up, and played. You, you can see the videos Put some of new it on cups, Twitter. Huh? Yeah, but how about that? Well, I don't even want to signal boost that for all the nuts, the nuts out there. We're gonna start playing cement in our our golf holes around the world. But I don't think uh, those people are listening to this podcast. It's a it's a juicy little thing that the Europeans were had to clean up on uh, Thursday. Hey, morning. do we want to do? Do we want to do unsubstantiated rumor mill yes. Friday? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Since it's almost Friday. It's pretty yeah. much Friday. Unsubstantiated rumor mill Friday. Oh, a couple of weeks so ago. I got to go look some stuff up. Go ahead. A couple of weeks ago, Spieth, aforementioned Spieth, the, the once former star good. who's yeah. lost his way, you know, just a normal just guy now. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He brought JT out uh, to Dallas National before the UT Alabama game. You know, uh, yeah. Surprised they didn't have him as guest pickers for that game. You know, well, they do were some pip, out, the, pip work. The PGA Tour was giving out Scotty Scheffler Award. Remember, they could only jam golf in there so many ways. But go ahead. So, and, uh, so Bryson was there uh, that uh, same morning. I thought I heard he got tossed out of there or something but go ahead go ahead so apparently he threw a fit to the director of golf like just lost his shit about jt being there um and he was apparently pissed off that he was his safe space was being violated what a snowflake (laughs) what so (laughs) he was mad like, what's going to happen when he has to go to the Masters or U.S. Open? What does he think? What a loser. He's also been, he's been campaigning to get his, uh, his team. What's his team? Crushers. Is he the uh, Smasher crushers. crushers. Yeah. I think he's the cru- No, is he the Crushers? He's Smasher Crushers. I don't know. Whatever team he is. Yeah. He's, been, he's been campaigning internally uh, with members. All, all across the board about getting his uh, team's lift gear sold in the pro shop. At Dallas National. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. What a dork. What a completely <laughs> detached from reality weirdo. Um, so that's uh, unsubstantiated rumor mill Friday. Safe space. Why is JT here? Oh my God. Tim. Tim. Um, all right. Also on TV, uh, the Blessings Collegiate Invitational. I see. That's a college uh-huh. event. And then we have the Live Golf Bangkok. That's at night. Uh, Eastern time. It is 11.15 Eastern time p.m. Uh, I don't know what that eight fifteen for you. They did like a time map of what time it's on in Jetta because I know everybody there is watching it. I'm sure it's just all tuning in. Just wait for Jetta. Jetta. They was like, oh, it's teeing off at six fifteen yeah. in Jetta. YouTube like, numbers are, are going to be so bad. Well, they'll be cooked. Maybe who knows what's going to happen with that? Um, yeah, live golf. That's eleven fifteen p.m. Eastern Thursday. Can night I can I just record. point out one thing that? 
we've talked about all the juice is in a new player signing up. That's that's where the juice is. This is the most insignificant, irrelevant event this week. Nobody cares. They're playing in Bangkok. Nobody gives really? a shit. You know why? Because there's no new players. There aren't any significant signees. The next wave of signees will be the next time that it really like li- we care about live. Like the problem with live is that nobody cares about the actual golf. Right. There, you know, well, sports is kind of getting like this. I was thinking about this today. College football, like so much of it is in like the coach rumor mill. Right. And guys getting fired. Oh, who's Nebraska going to get now? Auburn, like Auburn might as well not even be playing football right now. It's just, it's all the games are so just ir- irrelevant. NBA has the free agency period, but like then they get to the games that matter. Right. And, uh, you know, April, May, June, and the same for college football, obviously, but like live, I just don't know. Maybe Miami will be that end product where you start to care about the actual golf, but it doesn't seem like it. Can I make one other point about like you say nobody cares? There's a certain like subculture of people, bots and people that are just like really into live golf, like the brand, the tour. And this is just, I don't understand like where that comes from. This is this is incredibly dorky behavior. Who gets into like I'm not like rooting for the global home. I'm not going to the PGA Tour fan shop and buying FedEx Cup gear. There are some PGA Tour players I like. There are some events on the PGA Tour I like. There are others I don't like. I don't understand like where like just rooting for the league generally speaking comes from. Where that fervor who who comes up with that? Like, well, listen, you're, you're talking to the guy that is the owner of the, the Cleeks Golf Club uh, fan club Twitter account. So I, I take offense to that. Do you really have that? No, you don't. No. <laughs> but is this just people who want to stir shit up that they're just rooting for lit? Like, I, I get behind a player. I saw Poulter was comparing the Magic Sticks to the Orlando Magic and McLaren. Like, yes, I'm getting so many messages. That's the thing about this. It's like that Nathan Fielder like tweet. Uh, like I'm out on the town with all my friends. We're having the best time. They're just out of the frame. It's like, it's the greatest time ever. They're just, they're over to the side. Like all these videos from the Stonehill, like it's like, this place is amazing. Energy's amazing. There's like no one there. It's just guys walking around, you know, for a couple pros. Um, it just feels a little sort of Potemkin villagey because we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they get a bunch of fans come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it just feels a little dead this week, as you alluded to. Um, but one thing they don't have in addition to uh, big crowds are world ranking points. They've allied with the Mina tour. This has got them in the news, got them on the, you know, 24 hour news cycle and chatter class was all up in arms or, you know, debating the merits of it. They just sort of, I don't know. I, I'm not like, it was never going to work. We know that it made so I applaud made the effort PR waves. <laughs> I mean- it what might a, be a, what an effort. It They're might just be trying like a stuff. Quiver to Throwing put in their legal case, the right? It might be a quiver to put in their legal case. They say like we tried this and then we were blocked. Um, it it was like a it was a page out of Chucklefuck University, but you know there could be you know larger strategic plans for it. Um, the OWGR quickly replied on Thursday saying, "No, you're not getting points this week just because you announced this." 
a strategic alliance with the tour that hasn't played since 2019. And all the events have $75,000 purses and the others have 20 million. And, you know, all of a sudden the exemption lists are like, if you've won an NCAA tournament, cha- individual championship since 2000 to get in, you know, Turk Pettit and James Pia and all these, Charles Howell, others. But uh, it was interesting. They, I love how they raced out and said, we got world rankings points now. And of course they didn't. Um, and it seems like the OWGR will probably slow play the whole review process of this. What was your reaction I mean, to that? It's uh, it's creative. You know, they're trying no, it's everything. Not. It's not creative. It's pretty creative. It's like making up every excuse in the book. Like when you didn't turn in your paper on time in class and you just like figure it out. Like, what am I going with this time? They're like, just they're figuring it out on the fly. What's the best excuse you ever came up with for turning something in late? I don't know. I don't want to. I'm a man of honor and integrity. I would <laughs> never make anything up like that. Might have had mono like 17 times in college when I didn't get papers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, uh, what was the best you came up with? Didn't we talk about this? You got hit by a bike or you fell off a bike? Yeah. I, something no, I, like that. I said I got hit by a bike. <laughs> I had to, I hurt my ankle playing basketball the night before. Okay. So I like it was true. I had to go like I had a bad, a real bad sprain. I had to go get it looked at to make sure okay. I didn't break anything, which yeah. like it was a half trip. But then I said I got hit by a bike on the way to the test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um I don't know. It, it was it was an amusing one day thing, I suppose. This Mina tour. Um, I'll say, I read an interview with Atul Kosla, who's like the I don't know what his official title is. I think it's he's just the COO. It's so much better than like Norman throwing quotes out. Like he's like laying. I mean, out Norman's the done. Vision. He's going to be gone. He's out. Yeah, it's just yeah. If they're really trying to like sports wash and like be legitimate and be less bombastic. And I don't know. It just feels like maybe you should try not to have Norman do all the interviews and and tweet and stuff, but uh, it just read a lot better having somebody else other than Norman give the interview and talk about their vision and what they're trying to do. Um, Anyways, anything else in the Mina event or the Mina kind of end around? I mean, what what are you going to say? I mean, it's, it's a, you know, and a lot of people, I think like it's amusing I think they didn't want to jeopardize the Asian tour uh, with such a like kind of like Hail Mary play. Mickey Mouse. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really I really wonder how much they like paid the Mina tour. Like what did the conversation go with the strategic alliance? Like did the guy that's running or did run obviously doesn't run anymore the Mina tour? Did he like just come up with like two million dollars for doing this? Like that's what the story I'm most interested in is who is the proprietor of the Mina tour and how did this happen? I would love to know that story. Like, did he, did he get a call from, from Norman or, or Kolsha? And, and then did he get a name as price to do this? Because he's effectively like, I mean, the reality though is like, in a way he's brought more PR to his, I didn't even know his tour existed. Yeah. They are getting, um, this is very clearly like a three alarm fire for Liv right now. Like they are pushing hard. Um, I mean, every player they've got, you know, 
open letters. They've got this maneuver. They've got like, they, they can try to play like some of it is real. In fact, that like, Hey, this is just a proof of concept year. We're beta testing. I saw Bryson use that. This is in beta. Um, but like this one seems to be, they can't really paper mache over their urgency on this one or cover it up. They seem very like DJ's talking about, it. I think the quality of players, they, I don't see how they don't award us points. It's supposed to be a non-biased organization. We are playing golf, competing with some of the best golfers in the world. So yes, we should be awarded points. Graham McDowell, for me, it's fairly obvious that the world rankings don't make sense without recognizing this tour. Don't disagree with that. I understand there are boxes you have to tick. I understand the guy making those decisions from the world ranking are very conflicted in this situation alleging maybe that they shouldn't be the ones to make the final judgments. Also, maybe not without merit, that comment. And common sense has to prevail at some point. So they're just pleading, trying end arounds with other tours that haven't played events in three years. Um, that like, this is a, you could tell a real urgent matter. They're claiming victory. Like they're getting the points prematurely spiking the football like this is an urgent urgent one that they can't really cover up one other question of the players of the players that live signed who do you think if they could do like a a, a give back right now and i'm not talking about like pettit and and Pyatt. those guys don't count since they're like one-year deals who of, of the established players who do you think they'd give back i I mean, I, I don't understand Cam Tringali. Like, I don't. And that's like the most recent guy. He's doing these selfie videos. Just complete dial tone from the airport at LAX. Like, hey, high flyers here getting on the airplane to fly to I Bangkok. I can't believe you have time to watch all these videos. I, do you know what I watched? I watched the first three seconds. I turned it <laughs> off. After. This is, that's all I'm telling you what I watched. Hi, high flyers. I'm at Bradley LAX. Bye. Like I, I turned it off after that. What, what's he doing for them? What would you, you give think back? He, I bet he's, sell, he's selling mad tickets in Bangkok. I can't drink Holly fans there. Who would you say they need to give back? McDowell. He's terrible. He's terrible on the mic. He's terrible at golf. He's not good. At Guy is so washed. But he's a former and, major winner. They could claim that at least, right? <laughs> He's just completely irrelevant. When was the last time he did anything in golf that was of any relevance? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, and they probably paid him a lot of money. You know, he probably cost a lot is the other thing. Right. He was that first wave of the over the hill Euro he, guys. So. He probably like brought one or two people with him. But I'm saying if you could just give them back now and be like, you know what? You're out of the league. You're done here. I think he. I think he'd be my guy. I'd pick. He's probably up there. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> up there. Um, okay, so that's your Mina Mina update. Uh, speaking of the Ryder Cup, McDowell, do you care about the year to go celebrations? A lot of content with Zach Johnson. No. They're meeting the Pope. Some I don't, bad. I some bad content. I cannot believe they're meeting the Pope. I cannot believe they're meeting the Pope. Like that's just such a. Uh, why the Ryder Cup is like over overdoing it a little bit? Okay, let's go to Flashback Friday. We're, we're on the subject of world rankings points. It's a world rankings points Flashback Friday brought to you by PrecisionProGolf.com. You can go to PrecisionProGolf.com. Uh, That's the URL I just said. Use promo code Shotgun Twenty. Get twenty dollars off. 
and X10. I played on Monday in the rain, pissing down. You know what I love? I didn't have to worry. I don't know if it's waterproof. It may not be waterproof, but I had it on the cart there. It's another charity scramble. Last one of the year, hopefully, uh, I think. Um, but we were. it was pissing down. I was in my zero restriction, completely dry. Had my NX10 on the magnet. Was getting wet. It was perfect. Old, hand, old reliable, cart path only. I'd run out there. It was just so slow. Six hours. Run out there, get my numbers. Uh, it was a, a lifesaver for me uh, on Monday. Um, if you need a range finder, this is the best one to get. Two, 280 bucks, you get 20 bucks off. The NX10 when you use Shotgun 20. Uh, they've been big supporters of us, big supporters of the Flashback Friday segment now for a couple of years. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, friends of the program. I keep getting people who always ask me, DM, like, what's the promo code? What's the promo code? It's Shotgun20, precisionprogolf.com. Uh, and get your NX10. You can. That's the one you can personalize with different plates. You get a college football colors, most most of them, Clemson, Ohio State, places like that. Uh, you can kind of flip that magnet. You get my Illini football colors. We might be the team to beat in the Big Ten West. Yeah. That's like saying you're the best t- player on, you know, Ironheads or something like that. The Big Ten <laughs> Listen, West is in shambles. This is... This is Real, real life of an Illinois football team, football fan. If we're just like, all we want is some relevance. Like, if we yeah. just are a game on the schedule that a good team has to be like, well, you know, we got Illinois. They aren't that bad. Sure. If we can be, if we're if we're five weeks into the year and contending for our half of the conference's a title, that's a huge win. That's yep. that's that's ecstasy for us. We we cannot get to a better state. I mean, this is this is a dream right now. This yep. is, I mean, any anything that doesn't just we're not seller we're not in the cellar of the Big Ten. This that, is the greatest. This is the greatest year of of Illinois football in the last seven years. That's true. Good. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you have something we, to watch into October. Wisconsin fired their coach because of because us. Because you kicked their ass. Yeah. <laughs> kind of amazing. Think about that. Yeah. We're making Probably, like, big impacts. Most on- stable, one of the more stable programs in the country fires their coach. Illinois goes in there and kicks their ass. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, Flashback Friday. Are you impressed? Are you impressed with Burt? I don't know if I'm impressed. I'm happy. It seems like it could be a house of cards situation. I'm happy it's holding up for right now. It's going. It's chugging along. Beating we might teams. we might be playing in the Big Ten Championship. You might. And that will... Uh, they spur changes in the Big Ten. <laughs> well, yeah. Aren't they? They're doing away with divisions, I think. <laughs> Pretty... Like next year or something. Or whenever you... This you is know. our chance. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll do a world rankings. Hollering about world rankings right now. Andy, when would you say the top 50 exemption became a thing for majors? Like the Masters. What first um, master said, if you, these world rankings are legit, we're, when you're in the top 50, you can come to our tournament invitational. I'm going to guess 2004. Not bad. 1999. So I almost said 99. You know, the rankings haven't been around forever. Obviously, I think 86 was when they first became a thing, like the Sony rankings. 
I, th- I found it interesting. Mark McCormick had like kept them in his like annual almanac from like the late sixties to 1985. It was like this, just like his informal ranking he put in his like annual almanac. And all of a sudden they just became an official world golf rankings in 1986. Then 1999 major start giving out top 50 spots. That's because the world golf championships came into existence. They started recognizing these top, these rankings. That's how they handed out exemptions to the match play uh, and the others. I think Firestone, two of the three and 99 masters is your first one where, Hey, this top 50 guys get in the, that, uh, who did that get in that 99 masters from the end of 98 top 50. So it's all international guys, mostly Thomas Bjorn, Brad Faxon, Carlos Franco, who's a Japan tour, just like menace wow. at that point. Cause a lot of people are hollering about him and jumbo. Like these guys are just cleaning up and they don't play on the Japan. Like all they do is clean up on the Japan tour. Carlos Franco, Bill Glasson, Brant Job, Shigeki, Greg Norman, jumbo Zaki, Lauren Roberts, Brian Watts, Another Japan tour guy. The boss uh, of the moss. Yeah, and Craig Perry. So, like, a lot of international guys Craig got in Perry. that 99 Masters. Yeah. <laughs> he was busy. He got in at, even after calling David Graham. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, it starts to become, like, the rankings, like, everyone was like, oh, we don't, it's fine. This is a thing. But, like, now you're giving out major exemptions based on this thing. Let's, let's, this deserves a little more scrutiny. And basically, everyone hated it. They hated the rankings. They're like, this thing's garbage. The Americans thought it weighted too much the Euros. The Euros think it didn't weight them enough. This is, we're talking late 90s now. Big five had kind of come and gone, mostly. Um, there were like the, the, the Australasian tour and the Japan tour guys. That's ridiculous, the amount of weight. They're just sitting in the top 50 without doing anything. Like everybody had a gripe and complaint for some reason or another. So McCormick has to start defending these rankings and where they came from and what they're all about. This is the article from Reuters, what you call, what did you call it? Reuters? Reuters. Reuters, yeah. 1999 article. This is also from uh, Pope uh, Pope of Slope, Dean Knuth. Are you familiar with him? Former, he created the USGA yeah. handicapping system. Uh, like a real all-around genius guy. Yeah. The sleuth, uh, Dean Knuth. But popaslope.com has all these articles aggregated too on these rankings debates because he wanted to come up with his own rankings. He had all these flaws. But we won't get into a lot of that because the rankings have changed. The Pope of Slope? Yeah. He created the slope handicapping system for the USGA prior to the, uh, you know, 20 years earlier. Um, 1999 article, Reuters. The rankings are constantly attacked by many of the players since their inception in 1987 have taken on increasing importance over the past few years. They're used to help the term fields in three of the four major championships and the three new world championship events. Some players claim it is impossible to properly compare players on different tours around the world. While others have argued that the rankings are based either for or against various tours. Everyone's shouting about that. But the big debate at this time in 99 Bay Hill, numerous players expressed their dis- disbelief and outrage that Tiger remained number one ahead of David Duvall. Duvall had won you know, nine tournaments in like 18 months. They were just... Totally perplexed that Duvall. This ranking is illegitimate. Mark McCormick, chief of the powerful IMG and chairman of the governing board of rankings, has not been deaf to the criticism. The rankings have been tweaked over the years. They are now calculated over two years rather than three-year-old, three-year-old time span. Think about that, a three-year time span. But there have been suggestions that the time frame should be reduced even more. So Duvall would be number one rather than number two. But McCormick could not disagree more. 
Had there not been a two-year ranking, who? Greg Norman, out injured for seven months last year, would not have qualified for the 1999 Masters. Interesting, wow. right? Like, so that got him in on that top 50. As all these guys, so it's like 22 years later, Norman's reliving this deal. And McCormick was like, you know, quote, I think there's nobody that would say Greg Norman isn't among the top 50 players in the world today. If we had a one-year system, he wouldn't be there in this Masters. Um, so it was interesting. Like, that was also another complaint guys were shot by. Norman hasn't played in eight months. How's he still in the ranking? Like, Everybody had a, and I'll read Paul Isinger's specific hollering about it shortly. Just everybody pointing the fingers. They hate it for one various reason or another, uh, except maybe like Jumbo and, and you know, Carlos Franco. Uh, and Brian Boss. So, yeah. So, PJ Tour. He was, I feel like he almost won like an open around yes, this time. Yeah. He won an open. I think maybe. I don't know. What, maybe one of the ones that Els won. He, he came up in a flashback or or one or a, or a spotlight. Um. So I think there's nobody with. All right. So Fincham that chimes in. This is 99. Fincham, the PGA Tour had just really gotten behind the world rankings. They had always like it always just been this thing. Now the tour has made it its baby, and when the tour gets behind it, like obviously they're still clinging on to this sort of. I wouldn't say they have full control of the world rankings, but it's definitely a, a deterrent and a carrot or a, a stick, I should say, they, they're using right now. Fincham, who was at the press conference where McCormick was handing out the McCormick medal or the honor to Tiger, who was number one in the world most weeks, said the rankings are a very sound structure to measure players from around the world. It was only a few years ago the PGA Tour officially endorsed the rankings. He has little choice but to publicly support them these days. Many PGA Tour players, however, have little respect for the rankings, believing they do not adequately reflect the strength of the U.S. PGA Tour. Um, one of my favorite things about this uh, was there was a suggestion that um, the Ryder Cup, if the Ryder Cup had, if you'd won the Ryder Cup, that was, um, oh, this is a Doug Ferguson article. Uh Dean Knuth, apparently, he wrote a big article on Golf Digest saying this is all that's wrong with the, the world rankings and here's how you could change it. You know, the the decay is weird. Um, it's the Australasia and Japan is overweighted, like all this stuff. And so it was like this hot button topic. Golf Digest article was like changing the conversation. Fincham has to respond to it. McCormick has to respond to it. Uh, so they're asked about Dean Knuth article and Fincham says it was interesting. The upshot of all the suggestions was a net effect of four players, and three came from one suggestion, the Australasian and Japanese tour guys getting half points. He dismissed, this was my favorite thing I found in research, he dismissed the proposal that Europe get equal points in strength of field for all their events because it had won the Ryder Cup. Can you believe that? That was a proposal... Europe was trying to say we won this, you know, twenty-eight point, you know, three-day event. So you get equal points and strength of field because we had performed well in the Ryder Cup. It's kind well, of like Fincham, home field advantage in uh, in MLB with the All Star Game. Fincham's response was, "Quote that means nothing to me." Clearly, they had no stake in the Ryder Cup as well. Obviously, as PGA of America, uh, he doesn't mind a healthy debate on the rankings, but he's getting an earful since they began to matter. We've been studying it for three years. We're, you know, it's under scrutiny. So um, there's just a lot of drama and debate because Faldo didn't get in the match play. He was 65th. People were like, how is Nick Faldo in this thing? Uh, 
the IMG was like, this is a John Saracino article. It affects the lower spectrum. Like the top of the world rankings, there was this drama about Duvall and Tiger, but it's like, who's really getting hammered here is like the 40 to 70. Like this is just like, it's not equitable in any way. They're hollering about it. Um, they used to be window dressing. No longer. They determine who plays in the majors and the WGCs. When IMG developed them, no one cared. Uh, isn't it time that IMG, International Federation of PGA Tour, conducts an independent ranking? IMG represents Woods, Duval, and other top golfers. It's as if General Motors published a list of the industry's 10 best cars and named Cadillac, Pontiac, and Buick 1, 2, and 3. I don't think that's a really equivalent. Like there was some objective standards to these rankings. IMG just wasn't throwing their guys at the top, but this was like some criticism people were throwing out. This is Dean Knuth. Nothing will ever happen through IMG. The PGA Tour will have to force it. There's certainly enough complaints by players, but I don't have an ax to grind myself. It just has to change. Uh, so that was a, a John Saracino article. Here's last but not least. This is all the, the drama in 99. Paul Azinger. Writing an op-ed for Sports Illustrated. Oh, an op-ed from the singer. Know, first person point of view article. Any pre- any did he mention press pressure in it at all? Let me read. Let me read. Maybe he does. Not one player I've talked to clearly understands how the system works, and that's not right. Ours is a performance-based tour. That's the other thing. None of these guys know or understand how they get these rankings. They're just like pissed that, you know, I played. And I dropped the spot, even though I made a cut. Ours is a performance-based tour, and we should know what's at stake each week, where we finish on the money list, and how we perform in specific tournaments. Not a complex point system have always been the criteria for exempting players into important tournaments. Some say the money list is not fair because it favors those who play well in the tournaments with big purses. Zayner. But I believe it takes guts to play with the big money on the line. And the guys who have the intestinal fortitude to come through under that kind of pressure, those are the best players. So he's just saying, like, moneyless should determine it because when you're playing for all that money, the intestinal fortitude, the guts, and playing in the pressure, that's what determines it. Now, if they went by moneyless, like, all the live boys would be top of the world now. Uh, let's yeah. eliminate the system in favor of a formula that rewards top finishes, penalizes missed cuts, and places a premium on premier events. After all, any system that cannot recognize David Duvall as number one player in the world is fatally flawed. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I have a lot of other kind of commentary, but this was a big moment. 99. They start giving major start, you know, recognizing the rankings for, for exemption purposes, and everybody starts hollering about how they're flawed. Uh, kind of, you know, never-ending drama debate now as these guys thirst to get into majors via the world rankings. One thing I would just say, like, in our generation, we've just always assumed it was, like, it's just always been the world rankings, right? But, like, this isn't some, like, you know, sacred document, like the Constitution that's been around for 200 years. Like, they've changed it and messed around with it a million times. They didn't, it's only like 20 years ago, they started, majors started recognizing it for their purposes and the tour started certifying it. I just like, the guy was publishing it in his almanac just based on his own thoughts for 20 years. We, we like it's just not this own. formal thing that goes way back is what I would say. Maybe we should start our own almanac rankings at the we end could. of every year and see if we could make it the official world golf rankings by the end of we it. We could. 
We could. There's a quote I had in here from Phil about how important it was because they use it to negotiate with their sponsors, and now we have to use it to get into majors. Uh, just interesting to hear Phil now talking about how important OWGR points are, again, 25 years later. All right, that does it. Precision Pro Flashback Friday. I, I love the Ryder Cup suggestion. My favorite nugget. We won the Ryder Cup. All strikes of fields strikes of fields should be equal because we beat your ass in the Ryder Cup. All right, we'll talk to you on uh, Monday. Enjoy your holiday weekend if you're in the States, I think. Some people have uh, Columbus Day off. Is it a holiday weekend? I don't know. Kids are out of school on Monday. That's all I know for Columbus Day. But um, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the golf. We'll talk to you on Monday.